So my own take on where we are today is that I think the short to medium term theme is basically around efficiency. And especially if there's a recession, we really have to think about this trend that may play out over the next, call it five to 10 years, where we potentially also, not only because of efficiency, I think that kind of turbocharges this trend, but we've had some structural changes when we look at global competitiveness because the world is becoming increasingly global education is shifting towards other parts of the globe and other geos where it's been more difficult for them to kind of catch up in terms of skill and capability. But I do think there may be a changing of the guard as old incumbents and even what are considered powerhouses like Blizzard or Rockstar may start to lose their power as insurgents, especially from the East, particularly China. We've got companies like Hoyoverse with Genshin Impact, Honkai, Star Rail, that are both top 10 revenue games worldwide. We've got Lilith, Game Science, maybe even Fun Plus, and others that are beginning to rise and dominate. And they dominate with efficiency, with a killer work ethic, 996, or yeah, it's uh, yeah, 996, cost structure advantage, and the deployment of capital to a scale that a lot of people in the West can't compete with, like Hoyoverse is reportedly spending like $200 million a year on Genshin. So in that kind of scenario, who can compete against that? With what team, with what work ethic, with what cost structure? And so to some degree, against these longer-term trends, resistance is futile. So I think today, when we think about the West, I mean, the West still is powerful. It's got advantage in terms of current talent, skill, IP, art, the ability to be more innovative than other places. But I do think that China and others globally can catch up over time. And to not think so is a little bit naive. So I do think we continue to see disruption in the West. I think that continues to play out over the next five to 10 years, unless things change. But assuming we continue along the same path that we have been going to, I do think that it's a different environment. We're not in a ZERP environment anymore in an age of excess that we've been living in over the last 10, 20, 20 plus years. And so I think unless something changes, it continues that it has before. Yeah. I mean, just to your point, you know, if you look at some of the Chinese, the large Chinese internet companies, Tencent, NetEase, they're the largest gaming companies in the world for those that, you know, don't actually track their revenues, but Mm -hmm. You know, Tencent wants to get 50% of its gaming revenue for outside of China, you know, in the next several right. years. They're at roughly 25% today. Obviously, that includes Riot, that includes Supercell. So some of that will come from new games from those studios, but some of that also comes from their domestic studios, which they've also opened their own satellite branches in the West. But they want to make games based on their IPs for the West, for console in particular, for PC where they don't have as big of of exposure outside of China. We know of them for their mobile expertise, but if they can really replicate their live services expertise on console, I think that's going to be a big awakening for a lot of Western companies because up until now, the risk has been these guys in China are great at mobile. They're great at mobile live ops. They make the best mobile RPGs or shooters. That's why everyone's partnered with them, but they're not going to do it on HD. They're not going to do it on console in particular. And if they're successful there, that's going to be a big wake-up call to a lot of people. Right. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And just particularly for older gaming cohorts like me and probably you guys too, we have this kind of love affair with time-tested IP, and it's it's really hard to disrupt 
the older folks, but it's also really easy to disrupt the younger generations. And we've seen that with American and un-American innovation with things like Fortnite and Roblox. And I guess the other point to say is, is like IP doesn't stay on the shelf forever. It, it's not like, I guess it's kind of like kimchi, right? It'll stay in the fridge for a few weeks, but if you leave it in there for a few months, so just multiply that by 12 companies like Embracer or Ubisoft, like you can't just count on those games printing units for the rest of your foreseeable future. You have to keep that innovation quotient strong. And if you lose focus on that, that's an easy way to dig your own grave in gaming.